All right. Hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I'll wait for a couple folks to jump on here and we will get this kicked off. It is a really brisk Sunday morning here in the vacation capital of the world, St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, yeah, it still gets warm in this room. I don't know if those of you who have joined me before, you know that I'm in a, I'm in a room when my, my wife had surgery last year. So uh, I moved my office upstairs to uh, my daughter's old bedroom. And uh, I feel sorry for her now because it gets warm in here. All right. So let's jump into this thing. I think everyone knows the drill at this point. If um, you know, if you're joining us from Facebook or anything, any social platform other than YouTube, uh, after we get done here, if you wouldn't mind, please jump over to uh, to our YouTube channel and uh, you know, do the whole thing—the like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And, and the most important one there is to hit the notification bell. Uh, and this will uh, every time we, every time I click the button to go live, you'll get notified. You'll it'll shoot you an email. And, uh, and yeah, you can join us every single Sunday. This happens every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. And I'm going to continue to do this for, for quite a while. I, I actually enjoy it. It's some, it's a reason for me to, uh, to go to bed on time on Saturday night. So, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying this. All right. So what are we going to talk about today? <clears throat> you know, I didn't really have this, this weekend planned out a lot, like a lot of weekends. I, I kind of just, uh, I kind of just, really just very random, uh, really random thoughts in my head that I just, uh, I kind of put together and, and come out and, and spill it in hopes that, um, hopes that you can pick up something useful and alternatively, or, uh, on the, on the flip side of that, I would really, um, I'll put the chat up here. Let me make sure here. Hey, there's Miguel. Good morning, Miguel. You've been joining us quite a bit here lately. So welcome. But uh, as I was saying, if you guys got anything, just go ahead and throw it. I mean, it can be literally anything you guys want to talk about. Um, I'd like to keep it real estate related. We definitely don't get political here. But, um, but you know, if you guys have something you want to talk about, go ahead and throw it in the chat. Why not? You know, it's a great opportunity. All right. So today we are going to talk about, uh, I'm going to make a, make a statement uh, and I think it's it probably applies to most of you, and it definitely, uh, I catch myself, uh, it applies to me as well, but I think um, what I'm going to tell you is we're going to talk about the number one reason why your marketing isn't working, and it isn't, it doesn't have to do with specifically direct mail, uh, if you're cold calling, cold texting, which I probably would advise against at this point, it's getting really, really tough out there. Uh, it doesn't matter your message. It could be your website, whatever. This has nothing to do with the timing. Let's stick with, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with direct mail just because it's, I think it's something that really everybody um, has, at the very least, they've tried it, but uh, it's something that's really accessible to all of us. It's really something It's kind of, might be a little bit vanilla just because it's, uh, it's a very common uh, form of marketing super popular. It's probably not going away anytime soon. Uh, so, so I'm going to stick with direct mail, but you can really apply this to any, uh, any, any, any channel of marketing that you're, uh, that you're using right now. So 
or in the future. But so as it applies to direct mail, the number one reason your marketing isn't working right now has nothing to do with timing, has nothing to do with timing in the markets or when you're maybe you're sending out mail, um, you know, let's say, for example, I know I sent out I send mail to, a, to an evictions list. Well, I know exactly when these evictions happen in my county. So uh, if I'm going to send out mail, I'm going to send it out. I want it to hit the hit the landlord's mailbox at on on every Friday. So this is a weekly activity for us. Every Friday, it's hitting them hitting the uh, landlord's mailbox if they've gone through an eviction. Well, it has really nothing to do with timing. I know my timing's perfect, right? So it also has nothing to do with sequencing. So when we talk about we talk about sequencing, what I mean by that are, are touch points. And so, you know, if we send out a piece of mail on Friday, it hits the landlord's mailbox on Friday. What is the, what does the sequencing look like after uh, after that initial mail piece hits their mail, right? So, so it has very little to do with sequencing. Uh, it has very little to do with I just mentioned touch points. It has very little to do with how many touch points you're actually making. Uh, we should be making at least five, at least five touches. And that can be through various forms. That can be through direct mail. It can be through, um, you know, it can be through once you send that piece of mail out, maybe you want to pick up the phone and have a conversation. Uh, and then maybe after you have that conversation and you've, you've connected with the, uh, with the, with the seller, maybe you, um, maybe you implement a sequence of texts because at that point, texting would be a, a great follow-up plan. All right. And then it also has very little to do. Uh, and if you're doing direct mail, you know, you have to build a list, but it has very little to do with the list that you've built. And let me make sure we've got. All right. Yeah. So what is the number one reason your marketing isn't working right now? I'll tell you right now, it's probably because of your message. Or really the lack thereof. It's probably the lack there of your message and the uh, and the really the lack of connection with your prospect. Everyone's if you've been in this business for a while, or if maybe if you're a landlord or you own property and you're an absentee owner, um, I get pieces of mail all the time that literally all they say, all they say is, you know, it's like you're you're really super generic. We buy houses in this area or. Hey, I want to buy this house. Maybe they've identified your, your property and they send you this piece of mail that says, Hey, you know, I want to buy this house at one, two, three main street. Well, I think it's a huge, huge mistake because there is no connect. What you're trying to do essentially when you do what that message sends to me uh, and what it sends to really everybody. And there's, there's definitely a process to this. What it says is, Hey, I am trying to hard sell you on this idea of, of, of selling me this house. Now, you know, it may get your, it may get your foot in the door possibly. Um, but I really think there's a much better way of connecting with these folks instead of just this constant bombardment. Cause I'm telling you right now, there is one postcard that I've held onto and it's, I don't, I should have been more prepared. It's in my kitchen. It's not, it's not here in my office. But there's one postcard that I've held on to 
and um, and it's just got really great messaging. It's it's it speaks to me, and the reason it speaks to me is because this particular property that they they sent this uh, uh, message on. Well, really, it has nothing to do with the property. Uh, it has to do with the kind of the demographics of, uh, or or it hits me in a little bit of the, the motivation, uh, the little motivation side. It's a property that I don't really. I don't really care for it. It's been vacant for a while. And so that they're really the message that I received on this postcard. I feel terrible for not bringing that postcard in here. Uh, but the message I received on this postcard hit home because that is the problem. They, they hit on the problem with me. Like, and so I don't know if anybody, of you, any of you know, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you know Dan Kennedy or not, but Dan Kennedy is a legendary marketer. In fact, he just sold his business to Russell Brunson. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, and so I'm sure they both had a, a mutually, they're, they're both mutually benefiting from this because Dan Kennedy's messaging speaks to, uh, speaks to his prospects and it addresses a problem. In fact, Dan Kennedy is the one that coined the, uh, uh, coined the phrase, um, it's problem, agitate, solve, PAS. What Identify the problem, agitate. You're basically showing the prospect what could go, you know, how this could get worse or, or you're, it either, how, either how it could get worse or how it currently is uh, making you feel. It's, very, it's a very personal uh, type, of, uh, type of message. And then, of course, you solve the problem. So uh, really the, what I'm trying to really get at is people... We are not selling. We are not selling products. We are not. We're not even selling our services. People buy people. They people connect with other people, and uh, so people do business with other people that they know, like, and trust. Right. So, I'm. I think it's a huge, huge mistake if you're pitching your offer before you connect with your prospect. You're just. You might as well be you know, you might as well throw, throw your money in, in a, in a fire. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. It's a, it's a complete waste of money. Uh, so, um, what I want to do is I want to give you an example of what I'm talking about. And this is a, this is actually a piece of direct mail that we wrote. We had a, it's a piece of custom mail <clears throat> that we wrote. And I want to show you how this addresses a problem. This particular um, this particular mail piece was sent to a divorce list. So I pulled a divorce list, and uh, you know I'm going to mail direct mail to this divorce list. And this is going to be totally probably it's probably it's probably not a very popular opinion either. But you know everyone what you're what we're relying on here for the most part most of us we haven't scaled enough to have this brand recognition like you know, like homevestors or something like that, you know, homevestors can, uh, they can go out and send out a very generic piece of mail that basically says, you know, we buy houses. Everybody knows who homevestors is. And, um, now you might think that homevestors, you know, that's, it, you know, obviously if they can send out the same piece of mail without having to customize all of this, uh, all of this messaging, you might think, well, you might think I'm, I'm, I'm crazy by telling you that those messages don't work. 
you know, it doesn't make any sense why I'm telling you that, but you got to understand what Homevestors has done is they have built a brand. So I guarantee you Homevestors spends more money on brand building than they do on their, their actual marketing efforts. Um, cause, cause brand with Homevestors, they're across the entire United States. Brand is a, is a really, really big deal for them. All right. So it's not a, it's not, a, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, but, you know, you can't believe that just because they they uh, they send out these generic messages that um, that it's cheaper for them somehow to do that. And they do it in bulk. It's not because they're spending their money on their brand. I hope that makes sense. So let me give you a real quick example of what I'm talking about here. I'm just going to read you verbatim one of our postcards that we send out. And like I said, this is a divorce list. This is a list that we pulled. Um, for recently divorced folks, um, most of these, I won't get too, in, too into the um, the actual demographics of, of the folks we're mailed to just because it's, I think everybody knows that, uh, you know, a d- divorce list can be a, a, a hot list to mail to. Um, but this, we like to mail, we like to mail post-divorce. You know, we don't do, you know, this is after everything's finalized and, and you know, maybe there's a, we're kind of relying on maybe there's something in the divorce decree that states that the owners have to separate the property or something like that. And now they're looking for a buyer. All right. So, so let me read this to you and let me jump to it. If I can find it even here we go. All right. Hey, don't, don't forget if you guys have any questions, jump in the, um, jump in the chat. Happy to answer them. Don't be afraid. All right. So here's the basic format of this, of this piece of mail. All right. This is the copy in this. This is, I'm looking at the postcard right now. All right. So connection is a very short introduction. Dear Mr. Seller. Hey, my name is Jeff Kaufman and I help people in tough situations by buying their house for cash and relieving them of financial stress. So you'll notice there in that first paragraph immediately identify myself. And I didn't use my company name. I think it's a big mistake that people make. When you use a company name, you're further. Now you've got, now you do have to try and you got to have this credibility built in. If you use your personal name, I don't know why you, you know, there are people that are afraid to do that. I can't figure out why Uh, they're going to meet you anyway. So why not just be personal? That's the very first. This is the very first thing they're going to read. All right. And if you throw your company name in there, now they've got to no, now they've got to do this extra work. What you're doing is you're diverting them from actually reading the rest of your copy. Now they want to go out and, and look up your company. All right, doesn't make any sense. Keep them on the message. All right, so my name is Jeff Kaufman, and I help people in tough situations. Divorce is a tough situation, right? Owning multiple houses in a divorce is a tough situation. So I help people in tough situations by buying their house for cash and relieving them of financial stress. All right. Second paragraph. If you're at a crossroads in your life, I'm here to help. I'm looking for a couple of properties in the St. Louis area to purchase your house at 123 Main Street in St. Louis appears to be exactly what I'm looking for. It appears to be a fit. Right. So I am 
again, I hit on that pain point. We know this is a divorce list. So I'm hitting on that pain point. If you're at a crossroads in your life, right? I'm here to help. And then I go on to, you know, help identify the property and, and further just now, now you're not going to be able to build all the rapport you need through, uh, through direct mail, but this is a much more personal message and direct mail in particular is super hard to, uh, and we're, especially if we're talking about postcards, it is super hard to, uh, to build rapport through, through this means admittedly, but at the very least, these people know that, you know, that you know what their situation is. So you already have this, this, at least a tiny connection with them. All right. And then I just go on to say, I can buy your house as is with no need to fix it up. And I can close whenever you need to. Again, I'm kind of, uh, I'm giving them options in this, in this, uh, in this portion of the copy. I'm giving them an option. I can, I can close it whenever you need to close it. This needs to be about them. This is not about you at all. I help families in any situation. Just give me a call and I'll handle all the details. So I'm making it easy. I help families in any situation. Give me a call and I'll, I'll handle all the details. My promise to you is to make the process easy. They have just been through this super traumatic experience. Uh, you know, they're probably not in a, and I'm, I'm talking about the divorce list. They've been through this whole big, this big mess. They're, they're probably just ready to be done. Uh, but the last thing that they want to do is deal with more baloney. You know, they don't want to deal with, uh, you know, they don't want to deal with, they don't want to have to go to multiple different places to try and sell this house. So, so by making this connection, the way that I'm doing, I'm speaking to them. And again, this is not, this is not a sales pitch. I'm not trying to sell them on anything. I'm, I'm trying to show them that I'm, I'm here to help them. That's all the messaging needs to, to uh, convey. And that doesn't matter if it's the divorce list, if it's the, you know, some absentee owner list, a vacant list, doesn't matter. None of that matters. You have to connect with your, your this is your one opportunity. You have to connect with this, uh, with this seller. All right. <clears throat> so then I just go on to say, it's a, it's a postcard, so the copy is really short. Uh, but I say, give me a call or text me. Okay. Now, some of you may not be using a CRM right now, uh, and that's okay. If you're using your personal phone or if you're using a Google Voice number, give them the option to text you. I mean, like 95% of everyone, you know, of this entire population in the United States uses a phone and they text. Not only that, but it's a it's a 94% response rate when someone texts you. So give them the option to text you. Some people don't, maybe they've been through, a, you know, they've been through this traumatic experience. Uh, maybe there's a, a, a little feeling of, uh, maybe there, there's a little feeling of embarrassment. I don't know if that's the right, uh, the right kind of type of uh, feeling that I'm trying to, uh, that I'm, that I'm thinking, but there's, there's this thing where they just don't want to deal with these problems. They, they tend to bury their head in the sand and they just don't want to deal with these problems. But if they, if they don't have to pick up the phone and talk to you and, and explain this, at least give them the option to text you. All right. <clears throat> and then I also, uh, I also 
kind of, this might be a little bit salesy, but um, I, I always tell them that I can write them an offer within 24 hours of them calling me, calling or texting me. So that's what it says. Give me a call or text me at such and such phone number and I'll write you an offer within 24 hours. And that's the message. It's simple, but it is, uh, it is not salesy. It is not punching them in the face with a, you know, some kind of sleazy sales taglines or anything like that. It's just, Hey, I'm here to help you. I I'm an advocate for you. And so that's what, that's an actual mail piece that, uh, that I send out to my divorce list. All right. That is the exact copy. So let me jump back to, uh, to you folks. Where am I at here? Okay. Sorry, I'm losing it a little bit. <clears throat> All right. So really what you're doing when you send out these, these kind of, uh, these really, um, just these generic kind of stamped postcards that, um, uh, that really, really what, really what those generic postcards are is it's you telling them this is, this is me, you know, it, it's you taking versus you being a, a, my wife would call it a life giving force, right? You're, you want to give them, you want to be life giving to them versus you taking from them. And when you send out generic postcards that say, Hey, I want to buy your house at one, two, three main street. That is not, that is not a hook. That is not something that, um, that is not something that is going to be near as effective as figuring out a way to connect with them. All right. So, uh, what you're really doing is you are commoditizing your business at that point. You're making it, uh, you're making this all about price versus the actual value that, uh, that you bring to that prospect. All right. And that's a huge one. I learned that from, uh, Alex Harmozy. He's got a really great book out there. Um, and, uh, I just never could, I never could put that into words really. So, um, but he has a great explanation of it. It's called commoditizing. And, and again, all that means is you're making this about the sale and about the price. And when you do that, the problem with doing that is number one, not everyone is money motivated. You know, I don't know how many I've had houses given to me. So uh, literally given to me, I haven't put anything. I didn't even put earnest money down. It's because the value that I brought, the value that I bring to those, to those prospects, to those sellers is far greater than any amount of money that I could offer them. And that is absolutely, uh, that's a, that's a lesson I learned a long, long time ago. And that's how we differentiate ourselves um, amongst our competitors, right? So always, always, always put your customer first. Whenever you do get that appointment, you go out and meet that, meet that customer. Uh, you know, we always talk about about listening well, listening intently and asking good questions and everything like that. So that, that is a key point that I want to, I want to hit on, you know, everyone should be listening and, and doing far less talking than listening. But once you have, once you've, once you have their, uh, well, because they're going to, they're obviously going to start spilling the beans. I mean, that's just the way that people work. We love to hear ourselves talk. But once they start talking, once they start bringing out all of this, uh, all of these different reasons why they need to sell, now you can really, really place a value, uh, or now you can you can provide value in solving those problems. 
the money, you know, you, you're not even talking about the price at this point. You're just talking about fixing their problem. And that's really, really powerful. So, so make it about your customer. You know, there's this, um, I have a, I have an internal, like, a. it's a little, it's a little thing in my own mind. Um, sort of like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain because it's it's kind of a personal thing. But uh, I have always just believed this this uh, in the in the law of reciprocity. And whatever I give, how much ever I, I put out there, if I if I uh, if I can create a if I can create value for my prospect, whether I'm whether I'm selling something or if I'm looking at a house, if I can put it out there and I can create value for them. There's no, there's no price tag on that. And all, and those people almost always more times than not, um, they, we, we apply that law of reciprocity. They almost always come back uh, and it helps me. I, like, I don't even have to worry about, it. I don't have to do any kind of hard selling. I don't have to do uh, any of that stuff. It really just involves fixing their problem and creating value for them. That is it. That is the key to sales. I'm telling you, uh, I'm not a sales expert. I can, I'm telling you that this is what's, what's works for me and my business for sure. So make it about your customer. Um, one thing that I think you could probably do immediately. And, you know, I was, a, I am a, uh, I'm a former Marine. All right. So when we go through boot camp, we are not allowed to use uh, pronouns in boot camp. So uh, it's kind of the opposite of what we're seeing today, right? But uh, we weren't allowed to use pronouns. So I, you, he, she, it, we, they, we could not use those words. It had to be, it had to be, you know, we'd say something like, you know, this recruit or that recruit, or we would address the person using other terms besides any pronouns. And so that, what that did ultimately is that helped me eliminate, it makes, made it easier for me to um, limit that use of that evil pronoun I. And so I try to limit the, the, the letter I uh, or the, the it's, it's actually a word, I is a word, but um, I try to eliminate that as much as I possibly can whenever I'm talking to these folks because I don't want them to know, I don't want them to think at all that this is about me. And it's really not. It's really is a, a really is a totally different um, it's a different feeling and it's a different uh, projection if you are trying to provide value to your to your prospect. So you can start today by limiting or removing the letter I from your vocabulary when you're talking to a seller or or to someone that you're trying to sell a product to or something like that. So um, All right. Well, let me, you know, I'm going to throw the chat up here real quick. Uh, all right. I'm not sure who that is this morning. Again, again, you guys know the deal. Like if uh, I think the only place you can actually, um, if you're watching this on any channel, you can throw something in the chat, but it's only at YouTube where they allow like your name to actually come through. So uh, someone, someone said, uh, I like how you touched on the pain points and targeted the life issue without, without getting specific. Yeah. Yeah. You, the thing is, there's a there's a fine balance with that. You don't really. 
I would never, I would never, if I'm mailing to the divorce list, I would never in my copy would I ever say, Hey, I know you just went through a divorce. You know, I don't want to be, that is just, for me, that's just way too forward. I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's, you know, there, there is this sense when people go through these, um, these distressing situations, they, there is a feeling of, um, there's a feeling of, I, 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 I struggle to figure out what this, um, what this exact, uh, what this feeling is, but I, the, the closest thing I can think of is embarrassment. They're in, they're not only they're tired and worn out, you know, from this whole situation they've been through, but there's always this, there's this feeling of failure, embarrassment. And so I, I don't, I try and choose my words, um, in a way that they know what I'm talking about, but it may not necessarily, I'm not going to come out and say, Hey, I, I know you just went through a divorce. You know, I would, it's just not, it's just not a wise thing to do. So that's why I chose, and I'll, I'll go back to this, uh, to this mail piece here. I mean, I, I don't know any other, a better way to say this. If somebody was, has gone through a divorce, I'd say, you know, I say, if you're at a crossroads in your life, right? Divorce is a huge deal. It's a big deal to a lot of people. Uh, and then also I say, I help people in tough situations. You know, I mean, I don't know. Um, for me, if I got that piece of mail, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to hold on to that one. Uh, but really, it addresses the problem. That's what's missing in these, in this, in your marketing is we get too generic. We want to send out, uh, you know, this might make sense if you're sending out forty thousand pieces of mail a month, and you're, you know, you've, you're this big, maybe you're a big wholesaler or something like that. But it doesn't make sense for for most of us who are out here sending five, 6,000 pieces of mail, we are, we have the advantage by sending those smaller batches of mail, by the way, just because we can get, uh, we can get more specific and we can really, really talk about the problem at hand and address the actual problem. And that's what I think is missing in, uh, in most marketing these days. Uh, I'll go back in and, uh, and, uh, you know, I saved the postcard, the one that I talked about earlier. I saved the postcard. It's sitting on my, uh, sitting in my my bill slot, in the kit in the uh, in my kitchen. But um, yeah, I think uh, the more personal you can get, and like I said, make it more about value versus uh, versus price. Don't commoditize your business. Make it a value based business. Period. All right. I did a lot of rambling there, guys. Let's see here. Let's see if I missed anything. Yeah. Don't don't pitch your offer before you connect. I mean, it's just like like I said, this is what when you show up to an appointment, it's the same thing. Uh, trust and rapport. Honestly, that is I always get this. Uh, I always get this question. The, the biggest question I ever get when I'm talking about creative financing anyway is how do you even approach these people? How do you, how do you broach the subject of, let's say, let's say I'm, I'm looking at buying their house subject to, how do you cross that threshold? What does that conversation look like? And I'm telling you, for me, it's, it's always been super easy because I'm not a, um, I've never pushed the sale. Never. I just offer solutions. 
And those solutions are valuable. They're valuable to me. They're valuable to my, uh, to my sellers. And even on the buy side, I'm not a pushy seller when it comes to um, my, and let me qualify that real quick. I sell, I sell all of my single families on owner financing. I'm not a landlord. So I am out prospecting for buyers as well. And even when I'm, even when I do have a buyer, you know, I'm now a seller. I'm not a big pushy. Um, I'm not a salesy guy. You know, I, you, you know, let's say that um, I'm going to apply this to another, <clears throat> apply this to another um, kind of another channel. And that is, I don't know if any of you have ever done MLS listings or not, um, but have you ever, have you ever really looked at the MLS listings and studied what, how a, how a really good agent will, uh, will create a description, you know, uh, and the description is the, the ad that's basically what's put out there for everyone in the public to read. I've seen some really, really terribly written descriptions and, Almost immediately when I read those, I can tell that that's an investor who's never been trained or, or it's an agent representing investor, an investor, or it's a, just a new agent. They've never really been, uh, they've never really been coached up on how to talk to people and how to connect with people because it'll be very, very, a lot of, a lot of these listings, you'll see, um, the descriptions will be very, very, um, uh, and it's so hard for me to, to spit this out, <clears throat> but they'll be extremely, um, they don't speak to you. They don't speak to anybody. They really just, they're very matter of fact, you know, it's three bed, two bath house. Uh, it's got this many square feet, uh, you know, two bathrooms, you know, it's very matter of fact when the re the really, the ones that are written really, really well, um, they are very, I, I like to say, I, I teach this a lot in my, in our coaching program. Uh, they're very whimsically written. They're kind of like, imagine if you're, you know, imagine if you're, you know, imagine waking up on your, on your enclosed back porch, and waking up to, you know, waking up to the sunrise. It sounds corny. It sounds cheesy, but that is the type of uh, imagination that you have to have in those situations. And, and you do kind of the same thing. It's the same type of, um, you can do that in your copy, you know, on your, in your direct mail pieces, you can do that. Um, uh, you know, if you're, if you're me and I'm, uh, maybe I have a recorded line or something like that for a property that I'm trying to sell, I'll put that in the, in the recording, you know, um, but people don't buy based upon price all the time. In fact, you know, I don't know the statistics, but, I would say you have a much, much, much better, probably a 50 to 60% um, greater opportunity at, you know, accomplishing whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, whether that's buying a house or selling, if you can connect with the person first. And if you do it enough times, it just becomes second nature. It really does. And there's, I don't think there's any, uh, any sales program. I don't think there's any guru out there that can teach you this stuff. It just has to come through repetition. You know, it doesn't hurt to know what you're talking about. Um, in fact, you know, you want to be able to answer those questions. So, uh, so don't, uh, don't discount the education side of it. You, you do need to know what you're talking about, but it's not, uh, it's not as important 
as building value. So, all right, guys, I hope all that makes sense. Um, if anybody has a question, please, please, please go ahead and throw it into the, uh, into the chat here. And let's see here. Nobody has anything. I think I'm going to call it this morning. I've got, uh, I've got some special visitors in town and, um, Decided to take the time out to get this done this morning, but I'm going to go back and enjoy this visit. All right, guys, nobody's got their hands raised, so I'm going to go ahead and call it. I hope this helped out. I hope you got some ideas here uh, that you can now implement in your business and go out there and kill it. All right, folks, have a great Sunday then, and I will talk to you all soon. Take care.